Hi, everyone. You're listening to BBS Radio, and it's Meta Monday with me, Adina, and our special guest, Dr. David Lowe. He's our dream doctor, and he's also an author, and he has written Universal Spiritual Philosophy and Practice. And I just, you know what, I don't know if I've ever done this, but I'd like to read one of the um, reviews that he's gotten because I think it's kind of important. And it says, I love how Dr. Lowe's book opens the door to a world of spiritual philosophies and practices, which provides the reader an opportunity for self-discerning. Whether you are on the very first step of your spiritual awakening or have been on your path for years, this book has something to offer you. And it was written by Reverend Carolyn Stern, interfaith minister and licensed massage therapist. Isn't that like cool? You know, like a, that's, I like that. That's eclectic. Hi, welcome, Dr. David. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me again. It's always a great pleasure to be here. It's our pleasure. Today, we have, we really received a bunch of questions for you. Um, So, but first, before we go into that, is there anything you'd like to say about dreams or anything like that, or can we just go right in? Well, sure. Um, <clears throat> a couple of introductory things. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I do dream work. What, qualify, uh, what qualifies me to do it are like 30 years of analyzing my own, contact with great teachers, both academic and spiritual, who help me, you know, my, all my seeking, yoga, meditation, ashrams, going to India, so forth. Mm-hmm. Ten years of teaching, seven years counseling, and yeah, I, I do have a couple of advanced degrees, but those are those Can are I like hear them? the least. In- <laughs> I want to hear the advanced degrees. Well, doctor, doctorate, religious studies, uh, um, masters in community counseling, but those are like the least important things. <laughs> okay, well, it, it's all not that, really, uh, but okay. I think yeah, they're important. It's all like contact with teachers has been the big thing. I, I enjoy giving talks teaching meditation, Buddhist philosophy, courses, and so forth. But what I really enjoy doing um, is, is dream work. That's my contribution to people's um, evolution. So, yeah, let's go for it. <clears throat> okay, David, can um, you do have your own practice, is that correct? Yeah, it's small, but it's growing. It's there. Okay, Absolutely. Good. And where can people reach you before we go into anything? David at worldspirituality.com. Very easy email to remember. Okay. And I know if you they have want to a call website. 215-206-4091. Just leave a message. And you had a website overhaul recently, didn't you? Yes, yes. Okay. David DavidLowMSPhD.com. Those two degrees, Masters of Science and Doctor of Philosophy. No E on the name, David DavidLowLowMSPhD.com. I also want to mention that, um, I and I think this is, like, amazingly invaluable, David has, um, he will do, you know, a specific block of time for you to interpret your dream. And you would be able to get, be able to tell him some background. So it's not just like he is giving you a generic, of course not, dream analysis. Yeah, free, qu- um, free consultation. First one's free. Absolutely. To, give you, to, 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 to convince people that this is something valuable. Oh, no. They're going to yeah. know today. They're going to know today, okay? So I did did get some questions for Dr. David, and I want to tell um, everyone listening that most of them are people that, and by the way, I have everyone's express permission. This is not something I just took, you know, from they said, please, Adina, can you um, submit this to Dr. David? And I said, of course. So they know exactly what I'm doing. So I have some questions today for Dr. David, and they are from clients that I have had for many, many years, and I am going to read the um, the question, and Dr. David is going to answer them. Now, I do want to say that there was a small paragraph of background that I did give. So... It's not just generic at all. I'm going to read the, the dream for you, and then Dr. David is going to analyze it. So this is the first dream, 
and it is from my client, D. And the dream is, I woke up at 6 a.m. because the dream or nightmare I was having was awful. I was riding my bike, and my vision was becoming tunnel-like with the road ahead moving, much like right before you faint. The next thing, I am being held by a fellow biker telling me to not move, that I had wrecked. I, a- I asked, is my face messed up? And they said yes. I asked, worse than last time? And they said yes. This is where the photos come into play. And I had received some photos. I wrecked June and then the date of it, hit my head, cracked my helmet, rode in the ambulance, spent the night in the hospital. I had a hematoma on my left hip the size of a grapefruit, which I later had to have surgically removed and had a very bad concussion that lasted 27 days. So, in this dream, the accident was much worse. Then I tried to stand and my hamstring was dangling from the bone in a bloody mess. That's when I woke up. So thankful it was a dream. I can't help but wonder, does that dream and the biking scenario play any part with what's going on with and with M. The vision of the bike and all has me really worried since it was a bad accident. Okay, so we're going to go to Dr. David. Were you able yeah. to help? Yeah, well, this is, you know... Um it's, uh, we really can't do justice to this because the language, the language in part of the stream was objectionable but very powerful and really gives you the heart of the matter. Um, this stream is very much about her relationship. Uh, it's about her, um, I would, you know, again, let me, possibly, the, 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 the preface I should give, there are many possible meanings to a dream, and mm-hmm. only the client knows for sure. Only the mm-hmm. dreamer really knows, but often they're really wrong because they be... Because they take the dream literally, so just some basic things about that. Um, yeah, it's it's you know very this dream is very much a no brainer in that um, it's about her relationship, and um, the, the the motorbike is you know it's like a very unstable craft. Okay, and she's in an unstable relationship. This is something which she's done over and over. The tunnel vision is especially interesting. She has no idea. I mean, she may think she knows it intellectually why she does this, this pattern over and over again, but in reality, she's propelled by, she's compelled by, for essentially subconscious reasons, to do the same thing over and over again. And she wrecks. One more terrible wreck, another relationship, which, is, which, which you know, will likely crash and burn. So um, <clears throat> the issues that she needs to deal with are, Conceivably very heavy duty. I don't know, but there's a lot of you know, anger, a lot of a self-hatred connected with why she does this to herself over and over again. And I really can't get into specifics without becoming too explicit. Well, but wait, it's can very, I say something? Is it possible? Very sobering. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Is, is it, um, no one knows who this is. And right. um, you could tone down the language if, if that was it, but you can go for it. She's highly... Sure. Um, okay. Sure. So this is somebody who she could be... It, it could be just an issue with um, um, not, being able to hold, hold, not being able to hold on to a relationship and the self-esteem that comes with not being able to do that compared to most people. It could be the notion that um, she's been dirty, kind of like a prostitute. Um, all, all that activity under nine ideal condition over and over again. If if she has sort of, if she has like um, a, a a religious background, there could be a lot of heavy duty sin guilt issue there, or even that there could even be um, a sex addiction, given that she has had a substance abuse background. And typically, substance abusers, unless they're in really strong recovery, will use their relationship the way that they use the drug overall, even without having a sex addiction. They'll tend to rely on the person too much want too much of this and that, drive them crazy, and, of course, drive them away. And this one more crash-and-burn relationship. Um, in this case, there may be an actual sex addiction issue, which um, is interfering with the client's um, ability to have a good relationship. And um, so it's a very, very powerful issues. I don't know which one of those is the situation, but it could be very, there may be some very heavy, well, there's certainly some very heavy-duty stuff which the client needs to uh, Need, it needs to be an understanding um, about themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, really, uh, 
she's very likely hobbled psychologically, or will be. Um, that hanging hamstring muscle with all that blood and so forth, you, know, you can't walk with the hanging hamstring. Uh-huh. That's probably symbolic of, of, of something in her mind, just not being able to come to terms with something in her mind. She can't come to terms with certain issues. And as a result of that, she's essentially hobbled or handicapped psychologically. Mm-hmm. As okay. much as she may function well in the future in her job with her friends and popularity and so forth, in some areas, she's miserable and always will be unless she can address this issue. It's a very serious dream, and she needs to... Uh, it's probably, there have been probably a whole other bunch of dreams like this on a regular basis trying to tell them the same thing in different ways. So this is something that she really needs to, to um, pay attention to and take herself in hand and do the work that she has to do to get through it. Yeah. Okay. I also want to tell you, one. yeah, I want to tell you that, um, that knowing this client for many, many, many years, it's completely right on. Maybe one or two things that I wouldn't know. Um, is probably right, too. Does it matter that the um, actual the actual crash was real? Does that have any um, meaning? Well, no. Um, I, I, I she, figured that in the, the, the okay. paragraph mm-hmm. which okay. I got from you, I was pretty sure that that wasn't part of the dream, but it's just a very obvious comparison. Yes, it, it could indeed be worse than that one was. Okay, I see. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to move. Okay, thank you for that. Um, thank you. I, I, in fact, I, I, I needed to hear that too, because yeah, I just needed to know something about that. Now, <clears throat> the next dream that I have is also well, the fact that you yes. crash. The fact that the fact that you already had a crash in real life is all the more reason why, you know, the dream source would utilize that whole situation to illustrate for her what could happen in the future psychologically. Yeah. That's very true. It makes perfect sense as well. So, okay, the next dream I have is from another very, very long-term client, and the dream that she gives me is super short, and, excuse me, her name is T. And she said, I had two dreams. One, that my uncle passed and was buried underwater. And she, and she says, what? <laughs> and the other one is about D, doing a radio series with me, Adina, on alternative healing and health and cancer with everyday people stories. So, Dr. David. Yeah. So, you know, let me say first that, you know, dreams are all about bringing you to terms with deep issues which you feel in your gut. They're about powerful feelings, understanding things better and better to where you finally zero in on a deep, profound, often traumatic realization which you feel in your gut, which you need to work through your system. That's what dreams are valuable in doing. Some people approach them only through the, the feeling that a person has in a dream is of absolute paramount importance. And I'm, I'm good at getting at that through making the, getting the client to understand something. So all these concepts and ideas are wiped out of the way, and they can really feel in their gut what the issue is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this one, from the background you gave me on the client, the uncle is her own idea of somebody close to her, um, not the actual person, but her own idea and feelings around that person. Mm-hmm. Um, the death of the uncle, the potential transformation of her idea of this person. And as a result of that, her, of, of herself in relation to this person. So the fact that her idea of this person transforms is indicative of her own potential transformation because she has a closer relationship with this person. Okay. That's real important. Okay, let's, right. can I just stop you right here? Because um, I just want to say, so now would the uncle um, represent a male because it's an uncle? Right. Sure, it could. It could. You know, dreams are often imperative. Dreams often intentionally will represent the opposite of something in order to make you think and, and go deeper in, into the mystery of what so it's trying to tell you. would it be a female? It could conceivably be a female aunt, but it's probably a male and it's probably a close friend of one sort or another. Okay. I got it. So, yes, yeah, so, so buried under, la- she's buried in layers of soil, which is, of course, in the bottom of a lake or something. 
that's stuff which she will have to work through to experience that transformation. Mm-hmm. He's died, but in order for her to actually to, to, to actually understand and and and, and experience the uh, the new one uh, the new leaf that she will get once she understands the issue, in order for her to actually experience the inspiration and joy connected with that. She has to work through all that stuff. So the soil symbolizes the feelings and issues she has to work through involving that person. Um, and then the body of water on top of that, oh, my God, you know. Before, before that possibility even, even becomes apparent to her, she's going to have to work through and understand some other issues uh, before she even realizes that she can transform herself as a result of understanding this important person differently. So there's two layers of things which she has to work through. Her own understanding of how that transformation is even possible to begin with and of the importance of that individual in it. And then once, once that's understood, the actual issues and so forth connected with the person himself. Got it. Oh, my God. That would be my whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the first question. And what, <laughs> if, what about the second question? Well, the second one, this is this is a really, really auspicious dream, I think. Okay. I mean, if she, she's, she's on the radio with you talking about alternative therapies and healing for cancer. Well, all these people all these people are calling in and benefiting from Oh, no, no. This D is on the radio with me. She's not on the radio. This is right. and the other D doing a radio series with you on alternative health, healing, cancer, and everyday people stories. So she's not doing it, but D is doing it with me. By the way, D okay. is male. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so either way, I think this is pretty much right on the mark uh, for what I had. Okay. Um, D is an expert therapist. The fact that she's on the radio indicates that she is an expert in something. She's a therapist or healer of something. An expert. Maybe 10 years from now, she will have gotten over all this, got training and so forth. Mm-hmm. And the radio show that she's doing is a venue for um, how she's helping other people. Okay? And the alternative healing expertise, which she has, is, her, is his own intimate knowledge of problems and issues connected with the codependency and inferiority stuff, which has gotten him into that situation to begin with. Okay. As a result yeah. of going through all that, he knows so much about the psychology of that as an alternative healer would know about cancer, okay? If so people's everyday that, stories, oh my, wait, wait, oh I'm my sorry. God. I'm, Go ahead, please, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, keep going. So there are like millions of people who have these kinds of issues, but in a much more minor way. Codependency issues with others, things which they're hanging on to, um, traumas which keep them behaving in ways which are not ideal. Um, once, once you know, he's gotten over that, <clears throat> he's an expert in it. And what he's doing is helping everybody else with, with those kinds of issues. So this is a very auspicious dream and should be inspirational for him or her to uh, get over these issues and, and begin to do a healing work himself with other people in the same way that he or she healed. Yeah. Okay, now, she's a she. The person who wrote is a she. D okay, is a I'm male. Sorry. So she's dreaming about a, a guy, D, who's doing a radio series with me. Um, right. I do want to say that D is not an expert or someone who I would say is emotionally what you'd call um, insightful. And she so could be changes. in the future with all the, work, with all the work lying ahead of her. She could be in the future 10 years from now. Okay, but if she it's a man is. Talk, You're so saying that she is. Talk, yeah, okay, if it's a man talking, it's her own masculine aspect, which she needs to become more familiar with. And it will be that very firmness. You know, I mean, women who understand the, the need for firmness, to have clarity on things, that sometimes relationships can be too lovey-dovey, wishy-washy. You know, women who know really know their, their firm masculine side can help people more effectively who need understanding in that. But she may develop that side of her much more effectively, get to know it and utilize it with other people five or ten years from now after she, after she gets over these issues and begins helping other people. Okay. okay. So I think it's really inspirational. And if she's listening, then she should take heart that if she takes herself in hand, gets straightened out, starts to get training or whatever, then she can help others overcome what she has yet to overcome. That would be my take on it. Great. 
Are you listening, sweetheart? <laughs> I think you are. Okay, um, <laughs> that's my girl. Okay, let's move on to hmm, which one? Let's see. Oh God. Okay, we're going to do. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about this one. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I'm going to read this dream to everyone. I had to edit this one a little bit. Um, yeah. My dream. <laughs> well, yeah. My dream last night starts. Well, I am sleeping, but I know I'm sleeping, and um, I, that's another person, just bundles into my room and throws himself on the bed. I feel shock, annoyance, grossness. Most of all, I feel that he has contaminated the purity of the room. There is a tiny uh, speck of vindication, but it's more yuck. The next thing I know, we are in one of those live-where-you-work places. It's huge. Lots of little walls and curves and places and coves where you work and you live. I had thought because I had gotten there. Oh, I is not her. It's this person's name. Had gotten there first that he would be Mr. Popular and I would walk in and, as usual, be the outcast. But from the moment that I step in, everyone is smitten with me. I am easy, calm, and at ease in my body. Women are cuddling me, fondling me. I don't know if that's sexual or not, but guys are standing back um, a bit from me, um, but clearly they're interested. <clears throat> I spoke to a few in certain circumstances that are now forgotten and often very complex, like dreams are. It's also almost 24 hours later, so I don't remember. I walk around to the back where I work, and there is a friend there with him who isn't, and she gives me the name of who that is, and um, it's X'd out. But in my mind, he is a X'd out, um, the way I think of him, and she calls him something else, like uh, he is the type of person who would be um, very, uh, I don't know why I say this, um, let's just say he's a jerk, okay? Um, I is naked, and he's in the middle of the room, uh, his skin is pink, he's heavy, big stomach, he's completely drunk. His face looks nothing like him, and he's, I guess, in the middle of the room uh, eliminating right there. And he's so drunk he can't stand. I'm totally stunned. I think I feel sorry for him, but not that much. I think I'm trying to hide him from his boss. I do know that some boss happens to catch me at a moment when I am doing a job that is, that is not mine. In fact, I have no idea what my job is. I don't even think I've been given one. I sort of, hold on, I have been sort of waiting for one while I play around. I end up taking control of one thing where the person wasn't there and the boss is impressed and I get recognition from it. I don't remember much else anymore. The dream had more details. Frankly, I think that had a lot of details. <laughs> okay, uh, Dr. David, what do we say? Well, let me say first that I don't want to come across like I'm telling people what their dreams mean. Well, it's real yeah, important. You do. That the, yeah, so it's real <laughs> important that, that, that the client understand that, that he or she already knows the real truth of right. the dream. And that I, that all I'm doing is, is just like helping them understand that more, 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 more deeply. And I always try to give alternative meaning to dream, to, to give them sort of a choice and figure out which one is the most powerful, which one rings most truly in their own mind and gut. So th this one is very, very, it's manifold, it's subtle, and I didn't, I didn't have time to quite look at the whole thing, but I'm going to look, I'm, I'm going to go at the most important aspects of it. Mm -hmm. um, what needs to be appreciated, I mean, from the background that you gave me as a client, uh, 
her husband behaved very, very um, inconsiderately, and you would think very, very unethically, but this whole situation is subconscious. In other words, he, he was sincere on the surface in what he did, but the whole, this is so elegant and deadly, dreams can be pointing out exactly what the situation is. And this is one of those times. So um, <clears throat> he blunders in. That's their meeting, courtship, and marriage. And this guy came into her life. Okay. And um, so she's shocked when he throws himself onto the bed. Okay. The part of her, that's, part, that's the part of her which knew the truth about him right off the bat, deep, deep down. And then she feels vindication. This is, this, this is the key understanding of the whole dream, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she married this guy in spite of her super subconscious misgiving. So there's some sort of underlying factor that hooked her in. Mm-hmm. Um, she said to herself, this is very subconscious. I'm right about you. You, you, you need to be cared for like a child. And I, I'm going to do it. Something like that. All subconscious. So, mm-hmm. so she marries him. So um, the live workplace, that's just life. All, all the corners and, and uh, turns and twists and turns and places that life takes us to and all its challenges. And Ian Plunsy, he, 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 he stumbles into a pure room initially. It's a very pure, beautiful place. That's how things always should have been. And she evidently thought that they were, that they were all the way through until he left her. Um, and then he's, he's drunk, eliminating fat, foul, lying on the floor, eliminating all the gross and everything. <laughs> That's representative of her, of, of her idea of him and the quality of him. Okay, that's how wrong she was about him for 35 years. At a super deep level, she, there, there were things she never got to know about him. He just up and left mysteriously. I mean, why would he do that? I mean, in, in, in a deeper, more profound relationship where two people re- really get to know each other deeply. That wouldn't happen, because they, 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 they long since would have worked out issues, which, which like, would have caused that later on. So, but, you know, then, then she's cuddled and admired by, she, she's cuddled and admired by, by all these other people, which I think represents her own potential. She has a lot of virtues, a, a lot of great characteristics, which are unrecognized, cause, because, because she's, she's also had this, these undermining delusions about her partner. Um, but so all, all, all those, those great characteristics are things which you could manifest, you could manifest in the future. Mm-hmm. And the, so Ian goes around, and then, then she goes around back and finds Ian there. That's the place from which Ian engineers his facade for all that time. Mm-hmm. She's, so because of the way that he has behaved in connection with her, she has had a series of assumptions the whole time that he's going to stay, he's going to be a faithful husband, he'll always be sort of mellow, uh, I'll always be able to make all the decisions, he's a type B personality, everything's fine, Every, everything's hunky-dory, boom, he leaves. Huh? What's going on? Well, what's going on was, subconsciously, he was engineering the whole time, a, a, a whole facade of behavior that, um, that, that, that fooled her into thinking that, that he was faithful and, 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 and um, would be there forever. For 35 years? And, you know, the screw. So, yeah, so I'm sorry. One more thing. The jerk okay, around sure, back, no, no, the I'm guy sorry, who was... Ahead. Say again. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I meant go ahead, and then I'll ask a question. So, so, so the jerk, uh, the person that Ian is with in, in that around back place from which he's engineering all his subconscious stuff for all that long, that was some influence on him, some ideology, some book, some person who he looked up to, who he admired, and, and whom he learned from. And that person may have influenced him, although perhaps unawares, that, um, to do what he did. Yeah, the, uh, that person was not described in very complimentary terms. That's probably what a, that may that may refer to somebody that she knew in real life, a friend, um, maybe um, a close friend of his, an ideology that he followed, something like that. Yeah, um, and all, all, um, all, all, um, all the other stuff is, is less important. But anyway, that's, I think, the real crux of the dream, the important things which, is, which we need to understand about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I do need to tell you, having worked with her for many years, this is complete, but everything you said was completely, 100% true. The what I want to ask for her, because she's not asking here, um, is... Do do you resist for thirty five years? Because they were 
from college, from, you know, and they were they were happy for a very, very long time. So I'm just trying to understand if this was really the way it was, is what I'm saying for her. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll bet you that when he left, she was totally taken by surprise. Oh, worse than that. It was, uh, what's going on? Worse, so, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. So there, there, there was a hidden agenda all along. Wow, okay. Super subconscious mechanics determining people's behavior. I mean, there are reason things happen. I mean, okay. you, you can call it, I mean, and you, you, you can just dismiss it as karma, and it is karma. Okay. But it's a karma which you can figure out mechanically. You can really look at it's like a flow chart in a person's deep, profound subconscious influences, resulting inevitably in certain kinds of behaviors, which are, you know, which are, which are meant set up ahead of time to create a certain surface impression so that she would think that it's all, everything's fine, everything's hunky-dory. He's a great guy. We're always going to have a good relationship, wonderful marriage, wonderful family. He doesn't even realize that he has set this up ahead of time so that one day he will just be frustrated enough for some reason he can't understand to leave. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. I mean the, the level, the lack of awareness that so many people have of this sort of thing is right. astonishing and shameful. With just some contemplation, a little bit of spiritual work, some therapeutic work, so many people could understand why they do what they do in a way that this guy and this woman never did. You know? So that's it's really, it's, it's almost, it's poignant. But this is how complex the human condition is. You know? It's, it's really, oh my, I almost want to weep here in the source. I know, this, I this, know. In fact, I it makes you want to cry here in the story. I'm, I'm going to cry because she's been through everything, and and it destroyed her. She, yeah, I don't want to go into what happened for her, but um, it destroyed her. And um, I hope she's not listening because um, <clears throat> for her to hear that this was unconscious for him for all those years back in even back right in college, and you know. But okay, thank you. I know that this is exactly what happened. The one question I do want to ask is, she says, I know I am sleeping. So that's a lucid dream, isn't it? Well, she's sleeping in the dream. And I suspect, well, she remembered that as part of the dream, like she remembered all other parts of the dream. Oh, I don't okay. think she was lucid. Okay, you know, it, it was just part of the dream. Okay. Okay, so yeah, now... Yeah, just part of the dream. Great. Thank you. Right. Now I am going to, okay, I have two left. Um, I am going to do a um, another client who is very, very older client. Um, <clears throat> her name is M.A., and um, she says, I am in a dark room. Um, oh, by the way, I want to say that this reading or this question I is not like fresh it's not a fresh question she sent it to me hmm, like 40 years ago but it was during a yeah, I didn't get this you didn't get it we can go for what say so you want me to read it and you didn't do it did you get um, it? I didn't get the, uh, um, I didn't get a chance to uh, to to look about to uh, to look at um, or, well, you're, or you're gonna go on this one you're gonna go on the fly okay yeah, okay. It on the fly, sure. All right. So she says, I am in a dark room. It resembles... I know nothing a... about her. It's okay, which is okay. Wait, we, wait. We can I, do can, I can absolutely tell you um, background. It's okay. I have her permission. And, um, and I can give you background. It's actually not difficult, okay? I'll tell you what, is, what. Let's do it generically because I wouldn't be able to do a good job of it without thinking for five or ten minutes. Okay, well, what do you mean Generic. by generically? That means just read me no the background. dream and I will general no background. meaning. Okay, I am in a dark room. It resembles a basement. There is a dog in a chair, but he's not a real dog. He has a real dog's feelings, but he is a stuffed dog. He can sit up in a chair. I don't remember if he was tied to the chair, but... 
it wouldn't matter because he would not have been able to do anything. He has X's for eyes the way a cartoon will put X's for eyes to signify a dead cartoon. He isn't dead, but he's he's near death. The expression, sick as a dog, doesn't even come close to explaining how sick the dog is. I can right. wait. Hold on. I can see and and feel the state he is in. I <laughs> I don't like dogs, but I have never felt this much sympathy for anything in my life. Um, just standing four feet away are my parents. They're fighting. I don't know what they're fighting about. I don't even know if they are the ones who did this to him. I think they probably did. I have been looking from the landing at this. I don't know what landing she means. I don't think they have seen me. I am thinking of a way to rescue him. That's all I remember. And for weeks and weeks, I felt sick. I felt this agony and how sick he was and how no one would help him. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So at this stage, what I do is I is, is I get clarification on 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 uh, on the dream content, which I didn't quite pick up. So mm-hmm. after you know, sick as a dog, very sick. After that, I don't. I've lost exactly the part at at, at which the parents come in. Okay. Where are the parents seen in the dream? Um, she says, hold on just a moment. They are four feet away from the dog. Four feet away from the dog? Mm-hmm. And they okay. are fighting with each other. And she doesn't re- know what they're fighting about. And she says, "I wait, hold on. She says that she does not they're know fighting. if they're, if they're so, the so, ones that do it to him. She says so, so, she's so the, thinking they might sorry. have. I'm hearing an echo throughout the whole um, show, so that's why I keep talking over you, because I'm hearing voices, not inside. Okay, so so they are fighting with each other next to the dog, is that correct? Yes. Okay, okay. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's okay. From then on. And from then on, she says, I don't know what they're fighting about. Um, I don't even know if they are the ones who did this to him, but I think they probably did. I have been looking from the landing at this. I don't think they see me. And she says, I am thinking of a way to rescue him. And then she said, that's all she remembered from the dream. But for weeks and weeks, she actually felt sick because she still felt how that dog felt and that no one would help him. Wow. Okay. I get it. Wow, yeah. Okay, well, this is very, very, you know, the overall feeling and image, and the overall feeling and the series of images connected with this make it very clear what the general intent and overall meaning of the dream is. Dark room, basement, subconscious, deep stuff in the mind. You know, it's like the, the dog in the chair. Um, there's this really important thing sitting in this chair, I mean, about to die, very sick, getting sicker, probably about to die, near, pretty much, I mean, is dead or about to die, Uh, can't sit up, it's got X's for eyes, oh, that's Mm -hmm. an awful image, this thing is, it's like a mummy almost, worse than that, I mean, there is life to this thing, it is important, but it's that close to being beyond repair, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, um, such sympathy. And, of course, the parents fighting there. The, the very fact that the parents are fighting next to this dog sitting in a chair links the two. Obviously, that's why the parents are fighting has a great deal to do with why whatever the dog represents is in the state that it's in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she's looking down from a landing because she has, she, um, there is a, there is kind of an, she, she does have a certain degree of perspective on this. Mm-hmm. Um, she's looking down at the path. She's looking down from, from like a point above at her own mind, deep down. All this stuff's going on in her head, deeper down. And they haven't seen her because, because they, 
they realize the parent the parents themselves don't realize and the dog whatever the dog represents doesn't realize that she has more understanding of the whole situation than they do Mm -hmm. Um, she can look at the whole situation from above as it were and understand it to a greater to a greater extent than they can that's why they can't see her sort of I think and of course she, she wants to rescue the dog you know, but how are you going to rescue this thing with these fighting parents? So, so without knowing specifics about the dreamer, you can see right off that there are deep dynamics here relating to why her parents, to, relating to how them, relating to how her, her fighting parents caused deep issues within herself to be frozen, to be almost squashed out completely, her own potential, her own joy, her own whatever, cannot grow up and blossom, has been completely stuffed and almost destroyed by the trauma connected with the repeating fighting of these parents all this time. And, yeah, she's looking at it from a landing. And the very fact that she's seeing all this implies that she can address the situation and become better and happier and resolve these issues. You want to know something very, very in line with what you're saying. She sent this to me during her first pregnancy. Mm. And I think that mm. that ties in. Oh, think, wow. Do you, do you think yeah. that's the connection that she um, is hoping that she somehow can can heal with her first child? Do you know what I mean? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, the very fact that well, the fact that the dog is sitting in a chair means that it has importance. It is encased in something. It is, you know, one possible alternate oh, meaning. Oh, oh, got it. it. Yeah, that's cool. Is that is that the deep place is is in her womb. The chair is the placenta, and so on, and so forth. Oh my God! <laughs> okay, yeah, that's so, so, really so. amazing. That 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 that's one that 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 that's another dimension of understanding. So both herself issues within herself, and issues and you know possible repression of, of the possible repression of the child, both pre-birth and psychologically later on after he's born. Wow, yeah. that's fantastic. Okay, um, yeah, before so, we, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, so that that's pretty much all I've gotten without knowing anything more specific about the client. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, that is very good. I know I know a little bit more background, but I, I don't know I don't know a lot of it only because our readings were never really centered around that. They were on something else. Okay, so right. before we continue with uh, one more, I do want to say, guys, you are obviously hearing this brilliance. And if you want to call in, and you don't have to, you know, give background. You don't have to give your name if you don't want to, but please feel free to call in um, for Dr. David at 323-744-4831. I'll give you that number again. It's 323-744-4831. And I have one more. I don't know if, um, if you got that, but we're going to do this. It's just actually i don't know the background at all i just got this this morning and um, i didn't read the last so okay. just go for it right okay um hi adina question for the show i have long blonde hair and i dreamt that i was in this cool spa um i was dyeing my own hair but um i only get highlights in the dream I was trying to cover gray hair. In real life, I don't have any. I was mixing it, I guess the dye, in the tub, and it fell in, and I kept taking it out in clumps because I couldn't see it, and I was putting it on my head. Uh, Oh, I forgot. In the dream, my hair is short, and it's thin, and it's bald in spots, and I don't look anything like this. So I am putting the wet dye on my head, and it feels like a mud pack. Oh, the next um, thing I am doing is making out with this cute guy I really know. 
And oops, another naked thing. Okay, and then <laughs> and the next thing I hear, my ex-boyfriend is calling my name. He is on a staircase and tells me to come over. I'm really annoyed, but I go. So cute guy comes with me, and my ex, in some random weirdness, is on the stairs, completely in the bus, posing. End of dream. Right, right. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. so this... this you know, I mean, I'll tell you what, this is, this is sort of, it's like evident right off the bat. Um, really? Oh, well, I mean, the, in, in general, yeah, um, the cool spa, dyeing the hair, highlighting, covering the gray hair, picking the clumps of dye material out of the sink and putting it on her head, and all this, the fact that she doesn't look like that in real life, she has horse, short hair, she, has, she actually has long blonde hair, but it's short bald in the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, all that is about psychological justification for doing what she did in spite of being more faithful socially to her boyfriend or husband. Um, you know, she's making up with some guy, her boyfriend called, what's going on? It's just something like that's going on. You know, and there, there are reasons, I mean, she doesn't feel like doing this at all in real life, but there are temptations which she feels and which have caused her to behave in slightly inappropriate ways socially with with other men, which and which bother her boyfriend a little bit underneath. Something like this is going. But that's her ex, she says, not her boyfriend. Like her ex. Right, right. Well, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, ex boyfriend, whatever. But um, it's something like that. She's doing something with men to. Um, play one off the other in a manner of speaking, and it's all subconscious. What the dream is pointing out to her is the dynamics that she's doing to herself, which she's allowing to happen consciously. She has a conscious part in this. She's not aware of it. She has a conscious part in this, which is allowing her to justify doing something with some men that she wouldn't want other men to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this, this is all subconscious. This is all, like, all only half-conscious. Adina, this sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's like she just says things socially. She bats her eyes. She looks over yeah. in, in that's a certain the, that's foil the feeling way. feeling I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's all. It doesn't go beyond that okay. in real life. But this is what's going on. Something like this is what's going on. Something right. like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, E. Um, I, I, I know you're probably listening. So... That's what that meant. <laughs> it's so cute. All right. Um, so this. I, 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 I mean, I have no idea, but this is offhand. What no, I, what, I, what I, I understand. I understand. They do, especially with the cute guy, you know. Um, okay. So, and I'm sure she gets it too. So um, that those were the questions we had for today, and I really want to thank everyone for giving me permission to do that. And I want to just go back to um, David for just a moment. And Dr. David, you will be—you would do this for people, you know, if they yeah call. free consult. First one's free. First one's free. You know, people—people people who get you know dream dream consultation like this, maybe do a once every month or so. You know, people right. who don't have any therapeutic issues but just want to know what this thing blast the thing is telling them. They'll just, you know, typically when people do, maybe just once a month or something, most of the time, who want to know what these things are saying. So, yeah, uh, first session free, and after that, these aren't big at all. Um, you, we, we can do it either written or by phone or both, whichever, whichever suits the client. Yeah, so David at worldspirituality.com or you know, phone number 215-206-4091, and the website David Lowe, no E, David Lowe, MSPhD.com. Love okay. to hear from you. Before we go, I, uh, we have a little time. I just want to ask you one question. I've always been told that um, the dream, when we dream of someone else, it's never really that person. And right. some of the dreams that um, we went to today, um, you had said that, you know, in, let me see, uh, in Donna's? Uh, I represented who I was. So, did it really? It represented him. Uh, um, they, in other words, I've always been told by that 
uh, that Ian would not be Ian. Ian would have been somebody else because our subconscious won't let us know that. Is that that's obviously not true? Correct. Well, yeah. You always check for the possibility of literal interpretation. Mm-hmm. People on spiritual paths often have lit, more often have literal elements in their dreams. Okay. But no, see, if somebody else, it almost invariably, so when you see somebody else in the dream, it's not the actual person. It's your ideas and notions and feelings around that person. In other words, that, that, that person, the part of you represents that person inside. That person has, has an analog within you. Your ideas and notions of that person are your own. They are you. They're not the person. It's your ideas and feelings of the person. That's what someone else in a dream usually represents. Wow. Um, Okay. I really learned a big thing here because I had always been told that it was either, uh, like if it was a male, it was usually another male that had a, a strong influence on you or it was a side of you that you felt something about. So I just learned something very important today. And well, I, I mean, it, 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 it could indeed be somebody else. It could indeed be, be somebody else. But, but it's usually something about the person himself, him or herself. And right, it's, it, 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 it is literally part of you. This is, this is the amazing thing and profound thing about dream symbolism. It's part of you that's being projected in the dream, mm-hmm. um, which is trying to tell, clarify, clarify something for you about yourself. And yeah, exactly. I got it. I got it. Good. Um, <clears throat> I also I had one more short question to ask you, and um, <laughs> I forgot. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Um, well, I don't know if I am going to get it now. It was on the top of my mind. Um, okay, I can't. I have so many questions to ask you when you come back. Um, okay, everybody, please, please write in. Um, call Dr. David himself, but if you want me to do it on the air, Dr. David will be back, not in November, but in December, and you can always get in touch with him by going to his website. And Dr. David, it is David at World Spirituality. Dot com, and you can always get readings from me in mediumship or angel readings or medical intuitive readings at askadina.com. So I really want to thank everybody for joining us, and we're at BBS Radio, where if it's not mainstream, it's not on BBS. So thanks a lot, guys. Love you, and have a great week. See you soon. Thank you. It's always wonderful to be here. Thanks. See you later, everybody. Thanks, David. Dr. David.